<laughs> good morning and good afternoon. Welcome to this week's edition of the Digital Shop Talk Radio. I'm Tom Dorsey. It's episode 59, and we're going to be talking about process consistency and how to uh, implement the digital shop technology and do it the right way. And so I've got no better guests to come on than the king of consistency, the prince of process. I've got two, <laughs> two great, two great multi-center owners from New Hampshire, uh, Meineke multi-center owners uh, from New Hampshire, you know, the live free or die state, right? The great state of New Hampshire, uh, Greg Masowick and Mark Arnold. Welcome, gentlemen. Thank you. Thanks, Tom. Nice to be here. So you guys have been with us probably, I think the reason, or at least a big part of the reason why we're even with Meineke and, and rolling out this digital technology uh, to, to the organization is because uh, you guys, right? Uh, you've been around with us since the, the very first day. Yeah, we were, we were uh, patient zero. Yeah. <laughs> you were patient zero. And uh, man, it's been nothing but success for you. I got to tell, tell you. I mean, I know in the beginning, you know, we had some, some growing pains and stuff. Um, and, and I got to, and, and also, you know, we learned probably as much from you as you learned from us as, as it relates to developing a process, the best practices, how to uh, apply those best practices in a consistent fashion. And then what do we need to be looking at from a metrics perspective to know that we're doing it right and we're not headed to the cliff, right? Yeah. Um, you know, I, I don't know, tell us a little bit about your operation. And because when I look at your numbers, when we're talking consistency, you know, the three locations I'm looking at right here are, 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 you know, it doesn't matter the metric. I look at inspection rate. I look at motorist research time. They're within a couple of points of each other across those locations. And that's a pretty incredible feat, gentlemen. Yeah, no, no, it's, um, I'll tell you the, the, uh, the BCP has made a huge difference for us, right? We, we live on that now. Um, you know, the old, you can't, you know, you can't manage what you can't measure type yeah. stuff. Um, for us, that, that's really, you know, prior to that, right. You were, you know, you were getting information in late off of, you know, off of whatever, whatever reports you were running um, and, and constantly kind of scrambling to try to get, you know, to get a number propped back up to where you wanted it. Right. Yeah. And there was a lot of stuff we really couldn't even see, yeah. um, you know, in, inspection rate. Prior, you know, prior to this, you really, you had no idea, right? You hoped everybody was doing a good inspection and they all told you they were. Right? <laughs> they sure did. <laughs> but you couldn't, you couldn't measure it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And, and this has been just, you know, we, we, we know, you know, that the technician effectiveness report um, and the BCP, those are our, you know, those are our two go-to things consistently just, uh, just working those and working those and working those. Right. And then, and then, you know, what were we saying? We, you know, the, the name of this was what? Consistent, uh, consistent process. And we were just talking earlier saying the only thing consistent about our process is that we're consistently trying to make, improve our consistency in our process, right? Right. Well, that's, that's consistent. <laughs> that's the name of the game, right? You better yeah. be. I mean, that's what, that's what everybody's doing. You know, even the ones that are masters of it that have made the billions, you know, like McDonald's as an example, right? They're constantly trying to improve their process. It's never good enough. And there's always some, some efficiency gains that you can get and some improvements that you can make. And then, of course, you adapt to new technology that comes out that allows you 
to do more with less or do it in a different fashion that's going to be make more business sense for you you know um and so in you guys i gotta tell you though you're like I mean, you took to it like fish to water. I, I don't know if it was just you got a really thick bullwhip back there in a chair and you're out there just, you know, giving it to them every day or, you know, what, what's that What's that saying? Uh, you know, the uh, the beatings will uh, continue until morale improves. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's, that's kind of our, our approach sometimes. <laughs> right? And I mean, you know, nothing, not for nothing, but but then also you you had to, develop that process and build those habits in in uh how do i say this in a way that's not going to uh, we're not going to get a bunch of emails and get offend people offended is that uh well you know a, a lot of the times you have more entry-level technicians that you have to uh kind of get to some of them haven't even had a job ever before right so you got to right. get a, how to tie your shoes and get to work on time and then adopt this change and they probably didn't learn that in tech school they probably didn't do it at their last job. And then it just becomes, oh my gosh, this is, you know, what a, what, what a, uh, you know, what a nightmare or what an obstacle it is or a distraction it is for me. I know how to do my job. How do you yeah. overcome that attitude initially when you get that uh, system in place? Well, you know, it's funny. We actually, it's actually easier with those new guys, right? Than it was to the guys that were working for us prior to, prior to Auto Vitals, right? Sure. To untrain and retrain those guys yeah. um, was was really tougher, right? Guys who come in, especially, you know, if they're young and green, uh, when they work for us, this is the only thing they've ever known, right? So so they just, you know, the, hey, that's the way we do it here, right? They didn't, they, they, they don't know that it was ever done a different way. Uh, and those guys tend to be actually easier to get, to get into, you know, com completely adopting. Um, the green guys, the really green techs tend to be the ones that do our best inspections, right? They just follow the rules. Yeah, they just follow the rules, right? Um, the better the tech, you know, they're too good to do this or too good to do sure. that. And, and it's a little more of a challenge getting them on board. What over time, you know, they see their they see the improvement to their, you know, to their to their sold hours and their paychecks, right? And finally the light bulb goes on. Yeah. Um, that that's where, you know, that's where you get from the on the in the bays, that's really where we had more resistance um, was with was with the older guys, that, you know, the, the, the guys that had been with with us longer as opposed to, to new guys we brought in. The, the tech can the be pretty easy to, to the buy-in with the techs, I think anyways. It's it's more the, the advisors that, you know, they, they really? it's, more, it's more work to, to get them to follow the process and, and, and do it the way we want. Um, I don't know if that's the way it is for everybody, but I, I, I feel that the, that the service advisors are definitely – a little harder to bring along. Yeah, you know, and it's funny because, you know, that's a great point, Mark, because from a tech's perspective, it's, hey, I can see the value in this. The more information I can put, the more pictures, the more likely somebody is to, to buy something, right? Pretty straightforward. From a service writer's perspective, hey, I've been doing this for 20 years and I know, and I don't need a picture to help me to sell the need for a timing belt tensioner because I got all the lingo and I have all the knowledge. And it's, it's one of those things, right? It's like a fire hose, like drinking from a fire hose. When you stand on the other side of that counter and you don't know anything about what a timing belt is or let alone what a timing belt tensioner might possibly be other than it provides tension to a timing belt. Right? Right. <laughs> I don't know if that's a buck 50 or if it's a thousand dollars, if I need it to get home or, or not. Right. And so then you're going to start to tell me all of the important stuff about it. And I'm, you know, the more, confused or the more uh, complex it becomes, the less 
confident and assured I am that I, that I understand if I should improve it or how much it should cost. And then I start to have doubts and then I want more info. And then it's just like this cycle. Right. Yep. Exactly. Yep. Yeah. And it's the, one of the hardest things to do to let go of that because, you know, a service rider feels like they're the point man up there. They got to be in control. I'm the conductor here. I'm not going to take the back seat. I'm, I'm the leader. Right. And, and it's, and it's hard to let that go, but, but, but what you really have to do is get them to understand the value of that third party educational experience. <clears throat> Right, that YouTube video, that 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 piece of video, because we're so conditioned to go look at that stuff online now. The the psychological effect of learning not being sold to in that motorist mind is is really one of the critical success factors to get that conversion right. How do you guys approach that? So, are you using the educational videos in there? Do you wait the time and let them uh, consume the information before you try to call them and sell them? We do. Yes. We, yeah, we do. That's, that's, that's been a, that, that's a big part of our process, right? Is, is, yeah, it, we, you know, we were, we've, and this is one of the things we've been really working on, right? As of recent is, is, you know, looking at the, those numbers of workflow step moves, right? And making sure that, you know, it goes to waiting for approval, that email or text goes off to the customer. And then everybody, you know, every service advisor does what, what everything in their training and being says they shouldn't do is they just sit on their hands and wait and give that customer and watch that, you know, watch that counter go right and give that customer time to do all that research. Um, you know, again, these guys, you know, they that estimate that estimate's ready. They just want to hop on the phone and get yeah, that. Go go go! Right. That's it's not, that's hard for them to do. And so, and and especially the you know, when you got high volume, right? Because there's always somebody else coming up, and then you're starting to feel like you got to accomplish things so you can move on. And, and, and really the, the frame of mind that you need is to understand that you've cloned yourself almost right now. I can do this sales process is happening without me involved in it. It's happening on the customer cell phone. Yeah, right now. Yeah. I can do that to 20 people by going click, 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 click. Right. Yeah. And I can shoot that out and it's working for me in the background. You know, it's like investing in the stock market, except for days like today and yesterday. Right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you're supposed to just let your money do the work for you. And then you cash yeah, out yeah. is what they tell you. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's the, that's the, that's the story I've been sold, but, yeah. uh, but, but it's hard to do that. So, so Mark, from a process perspective, how were you able to kind of get them to heal, right? To, to, how did you get them to actually a trust it and do it? Uh, and then B do it consistently. Yeah. So, so the, the, the research time where we want them to, it's going to be two, 250 seconds, right? Um, and if they haven't hit that number to 250, um, you know, in a, in a reasonable amount of time, you know, maybe call the customer, ask them, Hey, have you looked at that inspection report I sent you? Um, if the customer says yes, you, you know, they haven't because you, you see they haven't say, well, Hey, let, why don't we open that thing up and take a look at it together? Um, and go over it. Do you have any questions, you know? Um, and if they haven't, then ask them to open it and give you a call back a little bit later Yeah. You know, when, when they, when they have looked at it for a bit, you know, um, in a perfect world. Uh, that's the way it would work every day. It doesn't always, <laughs> but, but that's, that's how we try to get them yeah. to do it anyways. But one of the, you know, one of the, all this is, is now it, it, it kind of, it really helps you find root causes for issues, right? Yeah. If yeah. research time is, is low. Um, then we know we've got an issue with a drop off script and that's actually what we got to work on, right? Is yes. Off script better. 
And once we fix that, research time takes care of itself, right? Yes. Um, th- that's you know that's one of the that's one of the most powerful things with with everything involved with Autovitals for us. That's it's really let us. You know, again, every every problem you had was 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 a bit of a mystery prior to that, right? Things were not happening right, and you spent a lot of time trying to identify what the cause was. Um, with this, you can get to that cause pretty quickly and, and and get to work on on fixing it, right? Yep, yep, yep. Yeah, and you know, you have the ability to to pre-educate them before they even get into the shop, right? And so you you a lot of that stuff, you know, what might have took, you know, so here here's the always the dilemma, right? Is do I spend the extra five minutes and this turns into a 10 minute time standing up at the counter and I got a line and there's people on the phone and I'm I might be missing business, right? To maybe get that, you know, fluid flush upsell, or do I just give up? write them for what they came in for. We'll, we'll catch it on the back end maybe and, and move them along. Right. And you, and what I'm saying is that you don't have to make that sacrifice because you can do both, right. You can educate, get them all prepped up before they get there. And then you can spend a real short amount of time talking about important stuff and move them through. And the next person, you know what, here's one of the greatest things too, is if you get a line, right. And they're, they're feeling that experience. And here's where that consistency and that process is so important because you do it each and every time. Well, guess what? Other people in line are listening and then they know what to expect. And then it's almost like they get up there and go, well, that guy approved those other things. And maybe I, oh, yeah. I don't want to be the people standing around here. Maybe, maybe I, I prove it too. That's exactly, <laughs> how, it That's exactly how it works. It, it, also work, it, it also works the other way. If they didn't do a good job and they didn't approve, then the other customers are like, well, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Boy, I get out of here with just the coupon. Right? <laughs> I got two of them in case you want both. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you want to have in the mountain line. Here's a coupon for you. You get a coupon. You get a coupon. <laughs> yeah. No, that's, that's, yeah, that's, that's exactly how it goes. Yep. Right. And so, and so, yeah. And so with that process in place, that's why it becomes so much more critical because a, you, you, you kind of condition the folks, you condition your customer, educate your customer on what the experience is. They expect it. They're ready for it. Then it's really, it's pretty simple, right? You don't have to sell anything. You, you remind them, right? Or if it's the first time, it's a new uh, recommendation or finding, you educate them and now they know. And then you just give them the options of, Here's what you got to do today. Here's what you can do next paycheck or whatever. And let's get you on the book right now. You know, yeah. peace of yeah. mind. You're all taken care of, buddy. Right. Well, uh, Greg's famous for, for telling our guys it's, it's, you know, when you go to McDonald's or not McDonald's, you go to your favorite burger place and uh, you know, one day you get the burger with the bacon and the pickles and the cheese. Next time you go in, they forget to put the pickles in, but you got everything else. Then the next time you go in, you got the pickles, but you didn't get the bacon. <laughs> Um, so then, you know, it's not consistent. So eventually what you're going to do is like, wow, this place kind of sucks. I'm going to just yeah. go to the next place get my burger the way I want it every time. Right. Um, yeah. that's kind of the, the idea with the consistent process and giving them the same experience every time they're here. Yeah. Because that's it. You know, some of them will leave you reviews. Most don't. And they just go away and, and you just don't know why you just, that's you know, right. they don't tell you, they just aren't around anymore. And maybe you don't even realize it till end of quarter or, you know, you're, you're balancing the books there and you're like, huh, my car counts way down. Maybe I do a customer audit and say, well, I haven't seen Sam in a while. He's been coming yeah. to me for 10 years. Exactly. Yeah. Yep. You know? No. And no, where is Sam? Where were you at, Sam? Well, I didn't get pickles. Okay. <laughs> 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 put a jar in the glove box for you, buddy. Come on back. <laughs> no, we just, we think that that's so important and that 
you know, we hammer that into our guys constantly, yeah. right? Is, is that, you know, be consistently great or be consistently mediocre, but you got to pick one and stay with it, right? Because it's when people don't know what to expect when they come into your shop that they, that's when they really start to get nervous and untrusting. Um, they want that same experience every time, right? So that's, that's what process allows you to give them, right? It's, it's, it's uh, that's the key, we think. Yeah. yeah, if you tell them if you tell them six months ago that they needed struts and and CV axles and tranny flush, and then they don't get any of that done, and then they come in six months later, and all of a sudden they you don't tell them they need it again, right? They're gonna be like, well, did I need it then? Why didn't are they? You tell lying me? to me then, or are you lying to me now? <laughs> yeah, which one? Yeah, which... <laughs> well, I got a funny yeah. picture. Uh... No, <laughs> yeah, I got I got this funny picture some uh, one of our shops sent in right, and it was from their security camera, and it's a picture of a lady. She's probably sixty five years old. She's got her smartphone out, and she's giving in the what to to the service rider over something that was recommended in the past, but he wasn't talking. You know, he wasn't recommending it to her in this visit, and she oh, pulled yeah. out on it on her cell phone. You know, and she's like I said, she's seventy five or you know sixty five seventy year old lady. So I just thought it was. <laughs> Sick. You know, I mean, it hits all the points. If I can just put that on a sign and send it out to anybody who says, you know, that, uh, oh, my customers don't need that stuff or don't want that stuff. It's just like, yeah, yeah the world's have changed. Oh, yeah. No, you can't, uh, you can't hide your sins anymore. <laughs> That's for sure. That's for sure. <laughs> it's all right there. There's, there's no place to hide. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Not in a Meineke, you sure can't. No, no, that's, uh, but that's, that's, that's the power in it, right? That's what helps yeah. it be better, right? So. so let's talk about that. So because there's, some, there's probably some new process things that you introduced. I mean, you guys were already pretty structured, you know, from a, here's how we run our drop-off. Here's how we run our approval steps. Here's how we do the work. Here's how we do the pickup and, and you know, follow-up and all of that. What changes have you made that, that, that you implemented since you went digital and what, and what has been the payoff to, to, to make those changes? Yeah. So we could use our Concord store as an example, right? And this is, you know, that was the first store to do it. Um, you've met Paul, Paul, our manager yeah. here, who's amazing, right? What's up, Paul? Yeah. <laughs> you're watching this. You should have been on here. He should be I know he should have been on here. Um, but you know, for, for the, first year Paul fought us tooth and nail on this thing yeah, yeah. Because, you know he was run, he was up there you know running a highly successful six base shop was pretty convinced there was no way we could put another car or another dollar through this place it was maxed out um and now you know now we brought this thing in and we were just asking him to do all these different things and you know I'm 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 winning every day why are you asking me to change why are we changing anything mm -hmm. here and fought us hard for a year. Um, and and one day, I remember. Oh yeah, I've been yeah. in meetings talking about Paul. So yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember those days, Porter Sharon. <laughs> oh yeah, and uh, you know, one day had the epiphany. Um, you, you know, probably just because you know we finally figured out there wasn't another choice, and we weren't letting it go, right? And <laughs> exactly. <laughs> What one thing was, you know, it was, you know, so, nobody was you know, like this thing wasn't going. So he was either going to stay with this or, <laughs> and 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 embraced it. Um, and and within six months, right, sales were up over fifty percent. Right, you know, car count was right. Car count was, you know, was was rock solid, um, and everybody was making a lot more money. 
and and since then has been you know has 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 you know between all of our stores and that right he's now our greatest advocate right and he's the guy he's the guy that goes in and tells everybody else look this this thing works here this is how we do it this is what you're going to do so he's our disciple now right <laughs> yeah exactly you know, it's funny. That's that's usually what happens, right? So the toughest nut to crack has the most tender, uh, you know, fruit inside, right? Or yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, and so and so, and that's what happens is you know, I mean, you fight it, fight it, fight it, but you can't argue with fifty percent increase, you know. And um, you know, Paul Paul's a great operator, but um, you know, uh, just like anything else, you know, uh, you know, you might be a great cook, but but you still need pots and pans, <laughs> you know, you need. Yeah, yeah, right. yeah. Well, and you know, in the, in the Ramsey, when you had the Ramseys on, um, you know, Ben and Nate, or, you know, Ogre, as we call them. Was, <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, it really, one of the, one of the things is, you know, this, this whole thing, it really shows you all the things you suck at, right? And uh, yeah. as you're doing, you know, um, as great as you're doing, you start looking at things and, you know, Okay, cabin filters, you know what? Yeah, yeah, we do these great numbers. Why the heck don't we sell cabin filters? And then you pull out your tech effectiveness report, right? And you go, oh, because nobody's looking at them, right? Yeah. And you get to work on that. And that's and that's how you stay good, right? The, the day you think you're the greatest shop in town is the day you start going out of business, I think, right? So, you you know, you got to just, uh, there's always something that we suck at, right? And this yeah, and that's the mindset you have to have, right? Because, you know, you can say, oh, you know, especially, you know, what happens. So if somebody were to tell you, you suck at that, well, then you're going to get defensive and then you're going to defend yourself and you're going to do more of what you do. And you know what I mean? Because of pride. Right. But when you can, but if you can, you know, accept what you see with your own eyeballs and go, yeah, this isn't working. I need to make a change. And I'm honest with myself about that. And I implement and I commit to it. You're going to move the needle. Are you going to double overnight? Probably not. But if you increase 10% a week for a year, that's a lot of money. Yeah, you know? exactly. Yeah. And it's the incremental steps. And it's exactly like you said before, and this is important for folks that are in the middle of implementation or thinking about implementation. You heard what Greg said about Paul, right? Is that at, in the beginning, it's very resistive. And I'm going to come up with all the excuses under the sun as to why this isn't going to work. But I have to at least commit to some measurable period, right? Mm -hmm. And I usually challenge them for a pay period, right? Challenge them for a pay period. And, and I'll even take, you can even take, take a young green tech who's like, you know, he's always on his cell phone. You always got to tell him, hey, quit texting your girlfriend, you know, get back to work. That guy put him on the tablet because he loves pushing them buttons. He grew up with that stuff. And have him go up against your the most bragging best tech against the digital inspections. We never need this thing. Let them run a pay period and see who makes the most build hours, right? Yeah, exactly. Oh, yeah. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no, that yeah, that's it. It's just like you said, it's just, you know, it's an all-in proposition, right? You can't be half into doing this, half, you know, and, and half into not doing it. And um you just and you know, you just have to let you guys know, look, this is this is it, right? It, you know, we, we would have guys threaten to quit and I'd say, you know, where, where are you going to go? Because wherever you go in six months, they're going to have the same thing, right? This isn't going <laughs> yeah. to going, right? Yeah, um, right. Matter of yeah, fact, just call that guy up and tell him not to hire you. Oh, wait, yeah. no, that's a lot. <laughs> don't do that. Yeah. But no, so yeah, no, we couldn't, uh, you know, the, our guys who hated it the worst in the beginning couldn't even imagine going a day without it now, right? It's incredible. Yeah. Yeah. So, so, um, so let me ask you this. Did you... 
because once you know here's the here's the sweet spot is once you get the team on board and that's the process and they're doing it consistently well then it's real simple when you bring in new people because that's the way we do it here and they self-police right the yeah. rest of the team will hold that new team member accountable show them how it's done they're working in here and it's, a, it's an awesome experience it's an awesome feeling but to get there is a little of an uphill climb oh yeah yep so, so i'm sure you kind of implemented some regular shop meetings you probably, you know, did you document, do you have it like posted? How do you handle the, the full picture of what is expected through that process, you know, uh, at the counter and in, in the bays? You don't have to go into the details, but, but how do you kind of get those habits built that they do it the same way each and every time and then reinforce that uh, so that they stay consistent? Yeah, so we just have really, you know, we just have super frequent meetings, um, you know, and through right, we've got our multi-shop um, KPIs on the on the BCP all set up, right? And you know, once a week, I mean, everybody, you know, we go through with everybody. Okay, here's where you are. Here, you know, you fell off on this a little last week. Let's get that back up and just keep the focus on it, right? Um, you know, we you know we 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 joke about beating them over the head with a two by four. We we do do that, right? But but uh, but the why, you know, we try to make sure they get the why why we're doing this because that's. If you want them to buy in, that's really what, you know, that's what they got to understand. It's not just do it because I said so, right? Um, and, and and so we just try to have a culture, right, where everybody gets why we're doing this. And it's all about the customer, right? Because if we just, you know, if we take care of all this stuff, the customers will just keep coming back and spending money and everything. All, all those, but sales number takes care of itself if we're doing all these things down below correctly, right? So. No, and, and you hit the nail on the head. They come back and give you money. They, 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 they're ready. They are, they already have the money in their hand. Just don't, just don't mess it up. So they put it back in their pocket. And <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> right. Yeah. They literally have the money in their hand when they show up. That's how easy if you do the process. Oh yeah. 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 Hey Mark, what would you say though? What would you say? So you were talking earlier about, you know, you, you kind of the, the hardest challenge or the most challenging was at the counter. What would you say was the, you know, other than the pride factor, what was the most difficult thing that you had to overcome to get consistency across all your writers? So, so I, I, and I think we're still overcoming it, right? We'll, we'll concentrate on, on uh, motorist research time, for example, or inspection set, right? We'll concentrate on that and we'll get them concentrating on it. And then they'll, you know, they'll, they'll, they'll be looking over here so they forget about this. So our job is by, by monitoring that BCP, right? Is all right. So we're doing great here now. Now we got to, we got to look over here. So we haven't, we haven't stopped looking at that, but the biggest thing with the service advisors that I see is getting them to follow the process, like the workflow steps, for example. Um, to me, that would be very simple, right? You just, you're, you're moving the tiles and move, but it's not apparently because we just were having conversations <laughs> just this morning with one of the service advisors in the store. You know, he told the guy to do the break job. He didn't put it to waiting for work complete. Right. And I'm like, what's the, what's the problem here? Why is this so hard to do? It's just move the tile, right? Uh, that's the hardest part is getting, getting them to break their old habits, break their old habits and just consistently follow the process. Um, you know, getting the smart, using the smart flow add-on tool, getting all those jobs on the ticket. You know, they, they do it 90% of the time. They, and then they, they forget, or they don't, they don't put in and wait, waiting for approval. So the customer doesn't even get the, the good inspection that our tech did, the customer doesn't even get it, right? Wow, yeah. I think the hardest is at the counter, is getting those guys to follow that 
that process. Um, and of course, you know, I mean, when they get busy, you're more likely to fall back. And the trick is, is how do you get the fallback to be the digital process, right? Instead right, of right, like, exactly. grab a piece of paper and a pencil or whatever it might be. Um, you know, and it's funny too, because, you know, we're constantly, it's like what you had said earlier, we're, our consistency at Auto Vitals is we're consist, consistent, consistently uh, working to improve our product based off of the feedback and the results that you guys, that we see from you, right? And so, you know, without letting too much of that cat out of the bag, you know, we've got a new release coming out here in a couple of weeks and um, it's going to be, uh, it's going to have tools in there that allow you to do exactly that, especially from an uh, onboarding, you know, if you're new or you get a new hire in to where we really give them step-by-step -step best practice guidance, both on the tablet and on the today's vehicle page, right? And with the ability to do that, then it becomes, because it, the, the, the big question that I'm going to have once it's released is, is how many actually turn it off? Because, because it's consistency in a jar is really what it is, right? right? You just pop the lid off and you do it this way. And, you know, really the, the, it's going to boil down to people are going to feel like it takes longer, right? And then, uh, and, and, and I want to see, uh, A, does it actually take longer? And B, if you do take longer, let's say it takes five more minutes, but your ARO is up 50 bucks, or, you, or you're able to, with the same amount of staff in the same amount of hours, get you know, two or three extra build hours a day done because you're more efficient. Well, then you know, that extra amount of time is a great trade-off. And so it's really going to be interesting to see how that comes out. And I'd like to get feedback from you guys um, you know, once we get it out for Meineke is to say, uh, because you've, you, like I said, Greg, you've been, you know, I know, and, and Mark, you guys have been from day one, you've seen kind of the whole, we didn't really have a clue, this is all new, to very bulletproof uh, existing best practices and process, and then get the feedback on how that uh, uh, guided tool is going to, is, is, is going to help not just your uh, operation, but but other mining keys that are coming in or anybody who's looking to adopt that. Yeah. Product. We're, yeah, we're real excited to see that. We're real excited for that to come out. Yep. Yeah. Are you guys, are you guys in the turbo group? I think, uh, I thought you guys were in turbo. No, no, not right now. We jumped out for a little bit because. Uh, Business. Yeah. I hear you. We, yeah, we tend to, yeah, we're to take up. There's a, a window to be a test. There's a window you can withstand being a test pilot, right? Then you got to go, then you got to go take a little break. Right? Yeah, we, we're, we, we tend to, we tend to uh, get the most out of time out of you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. you no, know, and we're Pacific, so you know, Greg would be catching eleven. I'm sure eleven p.m. phone calls from Uva or something. You know, eleven o'clock or whatever. You know, yeah, yeah, yeah. thinking about it. <laughs> All right, buddy. I only have to be up in three hours, but thanks. <laughs> I, I like blue as a button color. Sure. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I've had those calls. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's uh, awesome. But uh, yeah, really excited about that stuff coming out because uh, it's, you know, especially for getting that consistency in the process. Yeah. Critical, but you know, just, you know, you know, goes without saying, but congratulations on your success. You know, uh, thank you for everything that you've done working with us and being patient with us and giving us the feedback we need to improve. And I'm just, you know, I'm, I'm just really happy that, uh, you know, it's been a, it's been a great partnership, right? It's been. Yeah, it has. Profitable yep. for yeah, both it, has. Of yeah it absolutely yeah. has. Yep. You guys crush it. I'm, I, I mean, it, when you look at the numbers, you know, and I see a Meineke center that comes in new and 
I compare them. If I compare them to you guys, you know, it's just, uh, I mean, <laughs> it, 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 it stuns me that they're resistive to adopt the change, right? Yeah. <laughs> it, it stuns uh, us too. <laughs> it's stunning. It's like, these guys are making like really literally four times more than you doing, you know, the same amount of vehicles and yeah. your goal. It's, I mean, I get like, it's change. It's scary. I get that part. Right. And and you know, a lot of times there's ego involved, right? If you know, if you're telling me I need to do things different, then you're kind of telling me I sucked at what I was doing. Exactly. Look at it. Um, we knew we sucked at what we were doing in areas, right? So we were. We, we still feel we do. Sometimes. We still suck in a lot of things. <laughs> well, I'll tell you what you don't suck at, and that is karaoke cab. <laughs> <laughs> Again, we're back to ogre. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> I love it. They came on here and called you Leprechaun. You're calling him Ogre. I feel like I'm in the, watching a Lord of the Rings movie or something. <laughs> I'm, I'm be Legolas. I'm Legolas. Right, he likes the pineapple drinks. He's a big pineapple fan. <laughs> yes, he is. And, but he buys some pineapple. Yeah, he loves pineapple. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> oh man, that is good stuff. Dude, I miss you guys. I want to come out. I got to come out this year, and I got to find some excuse to get out on the East Coast and do something, and uh, come by and see you. Because uh, yeah, we'll have to. Yeah, we'll put a training thing. Yeah, exactly. Is all of our Exactly. It's committed. Yeah, I mean, no, no official word on that, but um, maybe look for a workshop um, announcement on that uh, coming up here in the coming weeks or months. Um, nice. Awesome. Yep. Yep. Our Boston market could really, our Boston market could really uh, benefit from that. So that's definitely a good idea. We'll go to the Boston market and then we'll cater it with Boston market, and it'll be great. <laughs> <laughs> what is that? Uh, workshop to the second power or something? <laughs> oh. Might cause some type of time, formula. Space time continuum disruption. <laughs> yeah. Um, All right, guys. So, hey, man, I really appreciate you guys coming on. It was awesome. I'm sure a lot of people awesome. are, you know, uh, getting to that next step and, and are going to take away a lot uh, from here. Continue that conversation on the Facebook form. You can reach out to these guys directly to Meineke 1332, 1331. Pretty soon it'll be whole Northeast Coast, you know, and just be. These two guys right here. Uh, if you want to be successful, do what successful people do. And you're looking at two of them right now. So uh, reach out, say hi. Good guys to know. Really good guys to know, you know. Uh, and, um, <laughs> and we hate them here at Autovital. Uh, oh, I want to give a shout out to Mr. Fred Guesswicky. Happy birthday, buddy. Happy uh, birthday, Fred. Meat on a stick. <laughs> Fish you too, man. We got to get out to Ohio for a workshop too. I I, I got to get on the road, buddy. I'm yeah, a, maybe look out for some news for that in the coming weeks and months too. There you go. Dustin's got a plan for everything. He's got a plan for everything. He's holding close to the vest. Uh, <laughs> next week, next Wednesday, same time, same place. 10 a.m. Hey, uh, actually, yeah. We can I talk about this episode a little bit, Tom? We got a really special episode because I am yeah. going to be live on location with Adam Benzik. Oh, that's right, buddy. Yeah, yeah. So, and and Adam, you know, he he really got up and running really successful operation and he's going to kind of tell us how we got here but he's also going to kind of tell us what he might change if he had the chance to do it all over again um maybe some words to the wise for people who are going to be starting this process or who are brand new to it so uh how to be really successful and how to do it quicker than adam did basically is going to be the uh yeah 
is going to be the thing. Yeah, and we have a really incredible case study with Adam. You might remember him from the show we did with John Long from Shirts and Christopher Peterson and those guys were on. And they were talking about specialization in roles at the counter, right? Production manager and how they could have a dedicated estimator and dedicated sales folks. And now we're going to get to see some of the results and you're going to knock your socks right off your feet. I'll tell you what. This guy yeah, we're going to get a shop tour. We're going to get uh, some really good information out of Adam. It's going to be a really great episode. And then it's going to tee up a roundtable discussion. Adam's going to lead for us in about a month from now. So, um, yeah. Yeah. yeah, it's going to be well, really great. Yeah, we're, I'm, I'm actually going to base some of my breakouts, ATI Super Conference and some other things around uh, this case study. So uh, get in, take a listen, you know. Dustin, the uh, intrepid road warrior that he is, will be out there on site, so it's going to be good to see your face, buddy. Uh, other than the blurry thing that you show us in the background, sometimes it scares most you know, small children. So <laughs> Got to be careful with that. But, uh, yeah, tune in for that. You don't want to miss it. We're going to have Uv on, too, uh, telling us from the technical perspective what are all the uh, critical success factors to get that done and get those results like, uh, like Adam has achieved. But uh, next Wednesday, don't miss it. Be there, be squared. Till then, go out and make some more money in 2020. <laughs> Thank you, gentlemen. Thanks, Tom.